0: Welcome to the Crazy Jay Podcast, folks. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by anyone that's listening out there. I'd like to thank Buzzsprout. I'd like to thank Podbean. This is a live Podbean uh, podcast. I'm doing this for the purpose of people out there who are not heard of, not listened to. I this. Uh, I, I wanted to start a podcast for those who... who uh, who are disabled and don't have a voice. And when, you, when, when we don't have a voice, we get forgotten, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get lonely, in every way, shape, and form, as you can think of. So here we go. So I've had this podcast for over a year, and it hasn't been really doing great because I haven't put my 300% to it. Uh I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go with. I do wanna tell people that I talk about everything. I talk about sports. I talk about life. I talk about um people who are going through addictions and so sometimes people fall on addictions. Some people don't but i t- I try my best to to have people on my show friends. I talk about being disabled, as I am. I do have some form of a stroke, cerebral palsy. I do um, sometimes uh, kind of linger in my own disability about not being able to do the things that I wish I could do. Uh, that I would. For example, my left hand doesn't really work at all. So anything with sports, I'd be very limited to my ability to, p- to play. And I happen to be short as well, so even if I want to play baseball, basketball, uh, anything that has to do with two hands, I'm that guy that wishes I had two hands that worked. So I'm in my I'm I'm in my forties. I try my best to to elaborate everything possible in my life. So today I'm going to try to talk about religion and the news and i was brought up as a as a christian man i was born as a uh, i was born as a catholic i was adopted so the country that i was born into was pr- profound catholicism uh i i i was then converted to christianity so my purpose In my life or at a time when I was younger to believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And that's the only way to get to heaven. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I was younger, I really didn't understand church. And I still don't really understand church myself. Even as I'm 45 years old. So when the preach man talks about what things that we should do as Christians or Jews or Muslims whatever platform you're uh, with or whatever uh, religion that you believe in or God or, or prophet that you believe in, I didn't really understand the idea of how does one man who take an Old Testament or the New Testament or the Quran or the Torah or the Book of Mormon or any of those and have any indication what God really wants and needs or what he wants from us. By saying that, then it got me into a situation where I didn't really enjoy church because I thought that that it was kind of a nonsense for someone to just kind of grab at you and tell you how you should feel about God himself. And some people, when I was younger, would tell me, oh, don't you, uh, God created you this way. God made you um, like this for disability because he wanted you f- to help other people or he made me to be a perfect body in his image. And to me, that's a joke. It's, to me, I don't like that idea Like, oh, I was granted to be the one who's disabled, who would get mocked in school, get mocked everywhere, uh, be overlooked for promotions, get overlooked for anything that's possible in my life. Uh, and as I got older, I kind of like realize. Well, this is great. I'm probably never gonna get married. I probably don't. Probably won't have any kids. And it's a lot of it has to do with un- knowing that a lot of women don't look for men who are disabled, who don't think of me as someone as a primate to be in in, in, in part of their in part of the group. To 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 fulfill their needs to start a family and have kids and and and, and that idea so so about forty two forty one years later, here I'm much more of an agnostic. I believe that God has a purpose for something or for someone or for all of us, but I just don't know and it the news is on, and we have Israel and and a terrorist group called Hamas on TV. And everyone's being informed about Palestine and the Jews and the Arabics and the Muslims. They're clashing, and part of this Hamas group is part of an Islamic group, to my understanding and my knowledge. But where does this end about religion? How do we get through this part of religion? What do we say about this part of religion? Is this really about religion or is this about politics? And one of the things that I came across is, you know, Ben Shapiro is a profound Jewish man, and he's a very proud Jewish man, and what makes me interested about Shapiro is that he's really conservative, right-wing, Republican. He, he's got that voice that kind of makes you cringe a little bit because he has a voice that I know everything, I know all, and he's a very well-educated man. But here's what I don't understand. You know, what part of your life are you, or what part of politics and religion do you separate them to? Now, the United States of America has the constitution where we separate church from state. And we've done that from that first time of of, of the independence and the Bill of Rights, as we extended into the Bill of Rights. But the real notion I'm trying to say is that even though Ben Shapiro is a very well-educated person, he did come up with a good, uh, uh, stepping stone of the myths, the four myths that the news, the media tries to, tries to implement on American people, American politics, European politics, the world politics. So, the Old Testament is briefly educated to the Christians: um, Adam and Eve. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the betrayal of Jacob and his brother Ezra for, for control of the family seed or f- family jewels, um, King David, King Solomon, and then you get to the new Testament where the four disciples and Jesus, and then the disciples after Jesus dies and resurrects and goes to heaven, you got Paul and the Acts and Revelation, but the four myths that Ben Shapiro wants to talk about is the, the territory of the of the Muslim territory, which is not which is he is right about that this territory was never the Muslim or Islam uh, territory from the from the time of fourteen hundred B.C. Uh, God sent or God uh, directed Joshua to the To the promised land, which my sense of the story was more like Moses was brought to the promised land after, after he was freeing the Jews from the Egyptians' uh, dictatorship of the Israelites. But in this case, based on the Torah of Ben Shapiro, he talks about Joshua was led to the promised land at fourteen hundred B.C. Uh, about f- a thousand B.C., King David was part of that land of the uh, Israelites or Palestine, the West of West um, Bank. Uh, nine fifty eight, nine fifty six. It was King Solomon's uh, reign in that land of of, of the Jews. Uh, Five hundred fifteen B.C. The Second Temple. The first temple was um, destructed, so they rebuilt the second temple and then by the monarch dynasty sixteen sixty six i think oh no I think it was maybe sixty six b c or something i got I got that number incorrect uh, uh israel Jerusalem was destroyed. And then 70 B.C., okay, I'm sorry. So 70 B.C., Jerusalem was destroyed. And then 13 E.C.E. or C.E. after Christ, then the Jews were exiled. Now, it's been a while since I understood the C.E. or the B.C. or the A.C. The A.C. is like after Christ, C.C. or C.E. I'm not quite sure what that means. But by the time the Romans conquered the land, and renamed in the city of Palestine it's actually referencing to the battles of King David and the Philistines or or, or Samson and the Philistines as as well uh, They did it so because there's a mockery of the Jewish people now the Romans have always been kind of the people who have been uh, persecuting Christians and Jews or anything that's not part of uh, Caesar as a Caesar as a God or as as an image of God for the Romans, of my understanding. Um, but here's something that's interesting. Ben Shapiro makes it out so that Islam was not founded until the 7th century. And when I read a book about um, what is Islam... And this book was, that I picked up years ago, right after 9-11, 2001. Um, it kind of made out more like 250 years after Christ. And the reason that, why that's important is because at the time when Jesus Christ died and resurrected from, f- from, the, from his death, the promise of him coming back, well, he made that promise already he died on the cross and then he came back and then he was ascended to heaven so the second coming of Jesus Christ technically already happened but most christians don't believe the second coming of Jesus Christ has yet come and so the jews don't believe that either so that's something to really be uh that's something to really think about that the timeline of when islam and or I should say, the time with um, Islamic faith, and Islam, or see, I, I get a little confused here. So I would like to call it the Islamic faith, based on the book that I read. It's about 250 years after Christ, because these are the people who are still waiting for Jesus to come. But prophet Prophet Muhammad, it seems like he. Saw a vision of God, or saw, or through a dream, or some sort of phase in his mind, he went to a mountain, I think almost the same mountain as Moses, Sinai, and saw visions from God. And his vision from God was to bring the Christians and the Jews back to believe in Allah, God, the one being Himself. Because the understanding of Judaism is that Judaism also believed that. God's going to come back. But God's going to come back as a one form of a financial prophet and one form as a spiritual or, or a religious prophet. So, according to my understanding, Prophet Muhammad had a vision to tell people that it's not about a person that you have to believe in. It's about God that you have to believe in. Um, so, and other people to tell you, scientists and doctors. I also read this that they thought that uh, Prophet Muhammad probably was um, going through uh, seizures, epilepsy, or something when he was seeing these visions. Now, I can't really quote that. I don't know if that's true. But there's some stuff out there that's kind of iffy. So I don't like to to keep. Emphasizing that at all, so so going through that, so according to to uh, Ben Shapiro, Islam wasn't created until the seventh century, so there was no reason to be called uh, the the uh, it was no re- there's no reason to be considered Palestine as a form of uh, Islam now. He also makes the point that there was never an Arab state was founded in this land. So in no time and period did Islam ever control this land as a state. And I'm thinking that he was thinking about the Old Testament and not the New Testament. So the myth, too, that he claims is that Israel is the cause of the failure to partnership of the Middle East, now this is something that I think people should really uh, uh, uh understand that i didn't understand, so the League of Nations was created after World War two no World War one, and it was the United States and some other countries that got together that trying to make sure that a war would never happen again a world war a world war never would happen again now. World War One was called the Great War. Okay, by the time World War Two showed up, they called World War the Great War, World War One. So by World War One, uh, the British had a lot of the uh, the colonies of, of power in that region because at the time they there used to be a British Empire. So the B- British promised the land back to. Back to the Jews, but by nineteen twenty their Arabics, their Arabic people and then at this point is Islam was so frustrated with us that they went out of their way in nineteen twenty to kill any to attack Jerusalem and kill all the Jews as a man, because of the mandate that that eventually the the british would uh start to divide the country and give it back to the Jewish people. Now this is where it gets really rough. At this point in history, this is really about politics. It has nothing to do with it nothing to do with um with religion in my point of view. Now for some reason the British colonies or the of the or the British people thought that that this was a good idea to to do this, but to be honest with you this is why I don't understand why the league the league uh what's it called the legions the league uh what's this called there's a there's a name for this for the powers of the uh, allies after World mm-hmm. War II. One or the great war the 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 League of nations, the League of Nations, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to to make rules up for the British to split up the Holy Land among Jews, Christians, and Muslims. So by nineteen twenty like I said a, a bunch of Arabic people attacked the Jerusalem city and they killed a bunch of Jews. And then in 1922, the the mm-hmm. British Parliament, or the British Empire, uh, gave a white paper to Transjordan, and it would be the new, it would again divide the country into more Israel land or israelites or the state of israel before they became a state of israel so so in 1922 the the british empire has a trans jordan and 20 percent of the palestine it would be 20 percent of the palestine state and the arabic state which is now controlled by jordan is an arabic country by 1937 there was a, another commission that suggested the land of the Jews to be extended to Jeppa and to Jerusalem and Judah in Samaria area. This is where I don't understand. So the the land of the Jude Judah in Samaria area would be Arabic, or and then the Tel or Haffa would be part of the Jews uh, colony. So so by 1937, uh, the Brits restricted the Jews in any part of Palestine at the time because of World War II over Hitler. Uh, The Jews listened to the Brits and the Arabics listened to, to Hitler. So by 1948, this is really important right here, 1948, Israel ended the mandate and then they became point that Israel state was created. So Israel is what we know it now is now Israel. Okay? So this is what, okay, I'm going to stop right there. This is what I don't understand. Now, they say that there's a constitution in Israel, and this constitution really is for the Jews and for the Muslims, and they all can coexist. But the problem that you have is this. Now, even though Ben Shapiro says in this 5-4 Myths uh, d- uh, documentary, even though he says this, he's still referencing to the old Arabic Judaism, well, more more Judaism uh, state law. And what that means is that he profoundly believes that his religion is much more, powerful than any constitution that could ever be made on paper between the Israelites and the Palestinians or the Arabics or the Muslims. Now if I skip if I skip a couple parts here, it does say he does make it clear that 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 at one point in 1964 the Arabic still Control of the West Banks and Gaza Strip. But to be understanding of this, the Palestinians Liberation Organization was created to destroy all Jewish people. And the leader of this person of this Palestine Liberation was Ahmad Al Shakur. And he basically, in 1967, Declare that there'll be no peace, no. Uh, recon- there's no. Uh, nego- there'll there be no peace. There'll be no negotiations. There'll be no. Um, there'll be just no reconquering of the land for the Israelites, and they would do anything possible to destroy, any part of the israel state and surprisingly in 1967 um six days war resulted that the israel would gain gaza strip the west bank syria the desert uh, uh uh judea samaria would all become and all jerusalem would be part of the jewish state or israel state in 1977 their Arabics attacked again, and by 1979, Israel gave back S- Sinai to Egypt to make peace. By 1993, uh, the st- uh, they had an accord, a Palestine state. So at this point, there was supposed to be a Palestinian state. For their Arabic people, if that's most, if that's what makes sense, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, nineteen ninety eight, uh, the but nineteen ninety eight, it looks as though is the land of the Palestinian Authority uh, was rebelling again, and they try to make peace or Benjamin Nakhiti, of Israel, the Israel Prime Minister, the leader of Israel right now, uh, they try to make, or he try to make peace with, with the Palestinian authorities. They didn't, they didn't go well at all. Um, The territory of Arafat is 90% in Palestinians in the West Banks. it goes on a little nitpicks of what the land is supposedly mm-hmm. part of. So, so overall, overall, sometimes, so sometimes when I read stuff like this, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm not part of that Jewish community or that Christian or Islam community. By 2008, um, Israel's prime minister uh, gave back territory land to swap with um, for Jewish population, or more. mean, there's just so much sovereignty. There's just so much I could get into that doesn't make sense to me. But I think I want to say one thing that's is this about this? Is that it seems as though that Israel keeps giving money, keeps giving land back to the Palestinian or Islamic Arabic people just to make peace, which I don't think the radical Islams want any peace with anybody. And I don't understand the, why this is happening. And and i, I c- again, to be honest with you, at one point during the nineteen sixties, there was a time where 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 all the Arabic people left the land of of what was old Palestine by their own ch- by their own choice, and because they did it by their own choice it's not really the Jewish or the Jews uh, fought. They were told by their own people, their own leadership of the Arabic Islam people to leave the land. And now what happened is that other Arabic countries instead of accepting these refugees who are Islamic into their country, they abandoned them. And All the people that were Jewish, that were living in the Arabic countries, Arabic states, Israel adopted all the refugees, all the Jewish refugees. So that's something to consider about thinking about. So it seems as though the Arabic people or the Islamic people sometimes... Don't like themselves or don't like a certain branch of their own people, which I don't understand. I think that might be part of the uh, the Shiites and the Shins of the Islamic world. One party believes in Prophet Muhammad's uh, direct descendants to become the next Muhammad or next leader. The other part of Islam believes another person, another. Seed should be the part of the, the new leadership of Islam, and that creates a lot of problems. Now, one thing I d- I want to say this is that is that this is the part about Ben Shapiro I don't agree with, and it has to do with the Supreme Court of Palestine, or I mean the Supreme Court of Israel. And when I, by my understanding, by my understanding, there is a, there is the Knesset. For example, the problem with the constitution of Israel is that the the Knesset is the supreme court, and they pass the laws of the land, and they are elected by the by the parliament and the president has a lot of power supposedly the so, so supreme court of Israel doesn't have hardly any power supposedly but but the Knesset supervisors then work with the government through a committee to decide what the land of the law is going to be and for the last five years, it seems as though they, they had election five times in four years. And the population of the of the Knesset is about one hundred twenty people, and they are elected directly by the public every four years. Sounds very familiar. It sounds like the American Constitution, or politics, not the Constitution but the politics. So. And then the this represents the state of Israel, the citizens. The plen- uh, then the plenum is the central body of the Knesset, the highly authority people. These are the people with the highest power. And then, and then the there is about nineteenth Knessets, and and it seems as though. It seems as though that, that what's going on with with Israel and Hamas is this by the writer named Coleman Hughes. So based on Mr. W- Coleman Hughes, he then says that, that Israel prime minister has a lot of power or the Knesset the parliament has a majority rule and Benjamin, I can't pronounce his name correctly because I have a difficulty with speech I have a speech impairment and too. so it seems as though that the majority leader rule is Benjamin Nakitu too the Supreme Court does not have any power to say no to, to anything of the Knesset. Or anything against the Prime Minister. So if the Prime Minister decides to do one thing, the Supreme Court cannot step in and say that's inhumane, to do or that's not the constitutional thing to do. So by Mister Coleman Hughes, he says for the last thirty years, the Supreme Court has been taking more and more power, the basic laws, and now the Supreme Court is telling the Knesset is no longer allowing them to implement rules in the West Bank because it's falls in the human rights uh, policies that is not um, the well-being of civilians and and so the supreme court are like left-wingers sympathetic towards the palestinians and right wing is the conservative uh parliament of Mr. Prime Minister the president Benjamin Netanyahu and the right wing thinks that supreme court is expanding its own power for its own gain in, in itself. And the right wing wants to strip the power away from the Supreme Court because they believe it's the anti-democratic way to think or to do run things. But the left wing, the Supreme Court, is the defender of the human minority rights. So, so the human rights of this of this so I would like to thank Mr. Uh, Coleman Hughes to for clearing this up a little bit so we have a problem and the problem is this the, the problem is that the problem is that Israel doesn't really have a constitution that's based on the people. it's based on old religious rules. And their rules is that the Jewish people are going to be saved, and the Jewish people are the chosen people. It's not the Christians, it's not the Jew. it's, it's not the Christians, it's not the Muslims, it's not the atheists, it's not the agnostics, but the Jews. So this land that we're talking about, and Ben Shapiro c- can tell you a hundred times, this is not about land, this is about the Jewish people being slaughtered in the name of 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 Hamas. And 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 the people who are helping Hamas are Iranians, the Iranian government. But this but this Israel state or this land I'm talking about, it is about religion. It's less more about politics and, and, and human rights that is more about religious rights and religious standard and your belief in your own God that is going to choose you over anybody that is not Jewish or not Christian or not Muslim depending on what God or religion you believe in. So this is a far-fetched Ben Shapiro says, this is not about the land, this is about the civilians, the Jewish people, and then he goes off with the four myths, and the first thing he directly talks about is is the land of the Jews in the Old Testament. So, to me, Ben Shapiro is contradicting himself, but... For him as a Jewish man, he is not he's not contradicting. He's not contradicting. he's not he's not lying or he's not contradicting himself. See I'm losing my mind I'm losing my mouth because I've been talking too much. So so where do we go from here? The result of this is this. They need to write a constitution that has nothing to do with Judaism and nothing to do with Christianity and nothing to do with Islam. And this new constitution should be written a lot like the U.S. Constitution, that the church and state are separate. And, and if the Arabic people... Do not want to live in the land of the Israelites or the land of the, the the Israel state. Then they can leave in their own choice, and then they can go to Arabic countries and to follow their laws. <coughs> but the one of the first things I would do is probably change the name of that country. It would no longer be Israel, the state of Israel. Because if it's a state of Israel. It won't exist. Well, the problem that okay, the problem that if you keep the name to Israel, the state of Israel, it implies it implies that it's always going to be Judaism or ju- ju- the land of the Jews, and that's something that you do not want to do. And by doing by giving it a whole different name, that includes the Palestinians, that includes the Jews, the Christians, the atheists, the agnostics. You invite everyone into your land. And that's probably one of the best places to start, is to change the name of the land. And the the only people that can do that are the people that live in that land. The Jews, the Muslims, the Christians. But you need to first vote people in your Congress that are not associated with any part of religion. Now... Uh, also, it may sound like a contradiction because there were a lot of American people, American Constitution was written by people who are based on Christian faith. But I know one thing, George Washington was written really based on his own Christian faith. Um, uh, Alexander Hamilton, I don't think he was really a Christian himself. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, maybe a little bit more than anybody else. In the, in f- the founding fathers of the United States of America, but John Adams was a founding father and, and he was a Christian, so. So the problem that you're going to have with the land of Israel, is that you're imp- you're. are associating, everything to within, uh, everything based on Judaism. So. I wish this was a lot more easier to talk about. But there's one thing that someone told me years ago. Well, no, not 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 even years ago. So there was a point where Israel and Saudi Arabia were about to sign a deal, a huge deal. It's almost the biggest peace treaty deal you could ever imagine. So Saudi Arabia and Israel, Saudi Arabians are, Arabic, Islam, and Israel, the state of Israel, is Ju- Ju- a Judea or Judas- or Judaism. And these two guys were going to make a deal with each other, transaction that would make both these parties and countries wealthy. However, Iran did not like the idea, supposedly. So they've been funding Hamas, like what I said earlier, to self Destruct, this deal and long story short Iran is part of the old Persia uh, country before it was called Iran and by my understanding Iranians do not consider them Islamic, they do not consider them Christians or Jews they consider themselves a whole different party a whole different face, phase, phase of the Middle East. So they do not want to be associated with the Jews and they do not want to be associated with the Muslims. They're their own Greek type of god. But they're not Greek, but their own Persian type uh, uh, ideal goddesses and gods. Okay? so, So, and I also think that With the election coming on this year, by having someone like Joe Biden in a situation where he cannot solve the Middle East, this is also creating problems, more problems than Ukraine and and Russia, and this is something that, that it seems as though is that these wars Get started, or there's fear in the fire, because certain elections the of the of the United States. And I don't really care if you don't like Joe Biden as a president, or you like or don't like Donald Trump as a president. We have a situation where, where a lot of these countries are looking to us or for us or something to solve someone's problem or we need to solve our own problem. Now, I'm going to respect all the presidents that we have, but I do think that if Joe Biden goes against Donald Trump in the the election in 2024, it's going to be another hot mess. And I really don't think it's going to help the Middle East and I don't think it's going to help out uh the Ukrainian war, the the Russian war that's going on over there. I really don't. I just don't see how it could happen. So so I'd like to thank Ben Shapiro for for helping me to to, to follow to understand the politics of Israel, the state of Israel. And I'd like to thank everyone out there that listened to this live podcast. And I'm only doing this right now because I'm not really good at this yet. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be good at it. But I'm going to tell you this I'm only doing this because I really think that people like me should be associated politics, and science, and education, and sports, and and living their life. I really do. I honestly do, because a lot of people with disabilities, we're not really there, or we're not really here to do anything. A lot of times, we come home from work, we play video games, and we sit around, and maybe some of us watch a little porn, but nothing really happens in our lives. But in my case, I like to make things happen as much as possible. And I really do. Honest to God. And I just want people to to really understand I want people to really understand that that that, that everyone has the opportunity to be heard and to be talked about and to be here right now. So if you're out there and you are disabled or you're an old veteran or a new veteran or just became a disabled through an accident or something or birth defect, you have a choice. You have an p- opportunity to be heard. So I'm going to try to do a podcast once a week, and today is Monday. So I can't do this every Monday because I'm at work. Every other Monday, and I'm 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 and I'm at work every other weekend. So I work during the week and the week and every other weekend. So I I I have to come up with a day and time so that anybody can listen to me. Now next time I come on the podcast, it could be simply talking about parlays and football or basketball, or it could be the next time it could be with a friend of mine that we'll talk about um, our issues with our lives, with getting older and having a disability and so on and so forth. So if you like this podcast, you can find it on Palm Bean, you can find it on Spotify, um, you can find it on Buzzsprout.com. I'm doing these two platforms because I wanted to try to um, elaborate anywhere that anyone can listen to. Um you can listen to me on Apple Podcasts, um, any other platform that has my podcast. That's aso- anything that's associated with Apple Podcasts. You'll find it. So, the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Uh, if you have any questions, email me at the crazydrepodcastshow I mean, crazydrepo- crazydrepo- podcast show at gmail.com. Peace, love, and respect each other. As much as you can possibly catch.